likes going to the grocery store. You have to pick up the car, head to the store, shop amongst the covid masses, stand in line for hours at checkout, then drive all the way back home only to have to lug your groceries into the house. Well, what if you were able to get all your groceries delivered right to your door with savings up to 50% off of the big guys? Brian, your Thrive Market order has arrived. Thrive Market is one of the top grocery store alternatives on the market featuring hundreds of products for specific diets and lifestyles. So, you eating paleo or Whole30 or you living that keto life? Perhaps you have celiacs like yours truly and you want some gluten-free options that actually taste good. Side note, Thrive literally has one of the best gluten-free pizza crusts I've ever had. Literally have it every single week. And here's what's even better. Not only do all orders over $49 get free shipping, but members of the Brian Nichols Show audience get 20% off their first order. Plus, get one month of their Thrive membership for free. So head over to the show notes and click the link for your exclusive Thrive Market offer and start skipping the grocery store today. Can I pause for a second and, and just note that uh, we got Brian on here who's getting uh, Congressman Massey on and our typical lineup includes like homeless people that believe in Bigfoot. <laughs> Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show, your source for common sense politics on the We Are Libertarians Network. The Brian Nichols Show is the fastest growing liberty podcast that brings together people from all means of political thought as we seek to have meaningful conversations about the issues you care about. At The Brian Nichols Show, our goal is to leave the audience educated, enlightened, and informed. And now your host, Brian Nichols. Well, happy Friday, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you so much for joining us on, of course, Another fun-filled episode, and today it is a returning guest and a long-term guest and a long-term friend. I am so thankful to have good friend Caleb Franz returning to the program. Now, you guys are familiar with Caleb because he uh, focused on the Maliberty Initiative, right? Focusing on helping the reintegration project, taking people who were leaving uh, prison, leaving jail, leaving the criminal justice system, and helping them reintegrate, get back into society. And now, Caleb is taking his ventures towards the We Are Libertarians Network. He is doing a brand new show airing July 7th, Profiles in Liberty. I am so excited to have Caleb here on the network, and I'm so excited for him to join us today to share exactly what Profiles in Liberty will be featuring. So, with that being said, on to the show, Caleb Franz returning to The Brian Nichols Show. Hey, Brian. It's uh, it's good to be back. It's been a while. It's been a while, but Caleb, never ever say that you were not busy in the time that you have not been on the program. My goodness, you have been doing so much. Now, let's kind of set the stage for folks who are longtime listeners. They're saying, oh, Caleb, the guy from the Liberty. That's right. I remember him. But Caleb, you're known for a lot of other things and soon to be known for, what's this, a new podcast coming on the We Are Libertarians Network? So, Caleb Franz, let's, uh, how about this, do a quick reintroduction for all those folks and a quick catch-up for where you are here in 2021. And also for those new listeners to The Brian Nichols Show, who is Caleb Franz and what is this uh, pathway to liberty you found yourself on? Well, it's, uh, it's again, it's it's great to join you again. Uh, I always, always love coming on this program in particular. Um, my name is Caleb Franz. For those who, who don't know, uh, I have been um, a bit of a, a veteran podcaster and liberty activist for, for quite some time. Um, my last show, my last podcast, uh, Mill Liberty, uh, it ran for four years and I had such a blast doing it. But, you know, there came a time to where a, a bunch of different things kind of happened. Um, and it just kind of made me realize like, okay, maybe this is, maybe this is the time to, to put a bookend on it and, and start a new chapter. So that's 
that's pretty much uh, that's pretty much what happened around March of last year when all the craziness started happening. Um, that's uh, that's that's when I I decided to to put that down and I got to work on on a few new projects and one of them that we're about to talk here uh, on this program today about is uh, Profiles in Liberty, which is going to be my new podcast here on the We Are Libertarians Network. We got him. That's right, folks. We got Caleb. Ha! If you want to be a, a you know a part of building this wall, my goodness, this is the way to do it, and that's having awesome folks like Caleb join the network. So yes, Caleb, thank you, number one, for joining the network. I'm so excited to have your voice here because it is absolutely an important voice that we need to share. I was a huge fan of the Liberty. I loved, you know, what? Here, I'll, I'll tell a fun little story. You had one of the best, and I'm seriously not like trying to blow smoke up your ear, but one of the best breakdowns of Teddy Roosevelt I have <laughs> ever heard of. I, I'm like literally sitting there at the gym in between sets, and I'm like, you didn't learn this in, in high school. Where was this? Where was all this great content missing and talking about the, the imperialist, really, that was mm-hmm. Teddy Roosevelt? And I'm like, my goodness, we need to be able to to, to raise this up as something that was you know part of history. And, and I've actually brought this up a few times recently on the show, Caleb, and I didn't think about it. But the more I've really started to think about this notion of telling the history, telling your own story, it kind of comes back from... I don't remember which show I was listening to, but they brought up the fact that at the end of Hamilton, you have Abigail, uh, Abigail Adams, and she's saying, you know, talking about Am- Alexander Hamilton. I'm sorry, not Adams. Uh, Alexander Hamilton's wife. Uh, is it Abigail? I don't even freaking remember. Uh, that, that's that's John's uh, wife. That's John's wife. Okay, well, yeah. whoever, whoever Alexander Hamilton's wife is, which, of course, my brain escapes me right now. My wife's probably singing the songs downstairs. But um, <laughs> but in, in the end of the show they say, who's going to tell my story? She basically says, I'm going to tell your story. And it's like, there, that's the secret. We need to be able to effectively tell our story because if we're not going to tell our story, we know for certain that there are other people out there who are more than happy to tell our story. And Caleb, I don't think it's really unfair to maybe say that they might not paint our story as fairly as it should be painted. So Let's kind of set the stage here. What got you into wanting to craft this story, People in Liberty? Uh, well, you set it up perfectly because those episodes that I did on the Liberty, the, the history-centric episodes, um, very research-heavy, very, um, very notes-heavy, but those were some of my absolute favorite episodes that I did on that program. And uh, that, that kind of made me realize that this is what needs to be next. This is the next step because um, this is what's really important here. What, what, one of the, one of the things that made me realize that I need to, to put current events and politics aside uh, because those shows are a dime a dozen. Uh, Everyone has an opinion on what's going on in the world and then they forget about it and then they move on to the next thing and it's not really fulfilling. Like it, it kind of gets the clicks immediately, but it it doesn't really um, it doesn't really educate uh, in the way that that I'm looking for. Um, and some of those, and in particular with the with the Teddy Roosevelt one, that's that's really funny. Uh, and I, I really like that story because that's if if you watched um, Glenn Beck when you were younger, like like I did, like all the you know all the cool kids did whenever they were really really young when he had the chalkboard on Fox News and everything. 
that's where I learned all about, you know, Woodrow Wilson and how, how I really started to, to not like him. Um, I, I hope to one day do to Teddy Roosevelt what Glenn did to Woodrow Wilson. So I'm really happy that you, uh, that, that uh, you got that out of that. Um, but no, I, I think that for one, uh, libertarians, I think, are a little bit too comfortable with kind of finding the slightest little thing in someone throughout history and saying this guy was was a bad guy. He, he was, you know, an enemy of liberty um, and and understand that I don't think we should prop up people like Teddy Roosevelt or, you know, fill in the blank, whoever it may be. Uh, I don't think we should prop up people who have by and large been considered a hero, but that's not really true. Right. Um, but there are other people who are kind of slandered or they are, for example, um, the first episode in, in, in my new show is going to be on Thomas Jefferson uh, and, and his relationship with slavery. And this is one that I'm really excited about because um, I'm really trying to set the record straight on this. Um, and I want to give people in this program heroes that they can look up to, that they can be inspired by. They may not agree with everything they did. I certainly don't agree with everything all these people did because we're people. We, we disagree with each other. We, we have different outlooks on life. There's difference in time. There's difference in, uh, in the eras in which we live. There's all sorts of things that, that needs to be taken into perspective. But we need to look at our history and basically the way I'm looking at it is were these people who may have stumbled from time to time, who may have, you know, made the, the wrong decision, made mistakes throughout their life, were they, um, did they remain on the path of liberty? Did they keep stepping forward even if they fell? Did they keep moving forward? And if the answer is yes, then I want to tell their story. I, I want people to know who they were, because um, I think that we all have something that we can learn from that. Yeah. And if the answer is no, then I, I want to set the record straight on that. Um, and that's, you know, like what you alluded to with that, with, uh, with Teddy. Um, that was my attempt in doing that. Uh, so, so yes, I, I'm really excited about this. Uh, I, I think it, really part of the inspiration from this, I, I wrote an article with, uh, with Free the People about how we, we confuse heroes with idols. And when you prop a hero up into idolatry status, then of course they're going to, of course they're going to, you know, to, make you disappointed in some form or another. Uh, and that's, we do this all the time with politicians. We do this all the time with people throughout history. Um, it's, it's very common for us to do regardless of what side we're on, whether we're liberal, conservative or libertarian, uh, we all do. It. Um, and, and that's where we falter. We shouldn't be making idols out of people because idols are, are things that, you know, they, they can't fault. And if they do fault, then, you're disillusioned and all of a sudden you think, Oh my gosh, my worldview is, is shattered. Um, but heroes are deeply flawed people and they're heroes because they can overcome those flaws. 
And, and those are the kind of people that I'm interested in. Uh, and those are the kind of people that, uh, that, that I'm trying to tell their story about. He's wearing a Star Wars shirt, folks, for you who are listening on the audio-only version. By the way, if you're only listening to the audio-only version, you're missing so much because we do have (laughs) the YouTubes here. And you get to see those little details like Caleb in his Star Wars shirt and yours truly in my Dunder Mifflin shirt. Uh, But yes, telling stories. And this is something, it's funny how everything kind of comes together, right? I've been listening to, to podcasts in the sales world. I've been talking to people. You mentioned Free the People. Yes, Matt Kibbe and he and his amazing mm-hmm. team are so amazingly gifted at telling phenomenally crafted stories. And that is, I think, Caleb's part of this secret sauce that we need to get better at is understanding that it is through telling stories that you can help change people's minds because stories at their very nature tap into this emotional kind of uh, this emotional kind of mindset that we have because it's it's how we used to convey information it, it's it's how we used to remember details was through stories um, and and that's how I think we're going to be able to help change people's minds is being able to craft these these stories of liberty through telling these stories but also to your point raising up the people throughout history who know they weren't perfect but they were definitely people who were taking massive steps, dare I say leaps, towards advancing liberty, maybe not in their lifetimes, but in their their future generation's lifetime, in, in our lifetimes, in our children's lifetimes. This isn't necessarily something that happens overnight. This is something that's going to take a long, long time. And that's why I think it is so imperative, Caleb, that your new podcast, yes, it does help solve these problems that libertarians have faced and that it has been effectively communicating who we are. What is it that we believe? How do these thinkers that people learn about whether it's in, in I guess not really in high school anymore, but some people in college, <laughs> right? They're going to be like, oh, I know these yeah. people. And let's maybe, to your point, correct the record where there have been misconceptions on people and also to help frame things in proper context. I think that right there is important because we see too often, right? People are like, oh, well, I would have been perfect in this historical context. It's like, no, you wouldn't. I mean, I think there's a great argument to be made. I think actually it's Ben Shapiro that makes this argument that like fast forward 50 to 100 years from now, you could easily see a world where the people then are looking back at us as complete monsters. Why? For eating meat. And like <laughs> that and, and like that's gonna be because I think we're gonna get to a point where like just going to the store and buying the like lab created meat like hamburger or the lab created steak is gonna be so second nature that they're gonna be like, wait, you used to have to go out and kill an animal to get this? What? And mm-hmm. and this is something that's very important for people to remember. And I've I've brought this up a few times in the past few months, but technology is only new to the people who don't remember the technology before it, right? So as we're seeing the, the history advance and the technology change, the ideas of liberty aren't changed, but we have to be able to apply these ideas to the new situations we find ourselves in. If nobody's telling that story, if nobody's painting that picture, Caleb, then again, full circle, somebody else is out there and they're going to be telling that story. It's not going to be as pretty as we'd like it to be. Yeah, and, you know, it, another point that... Um... I, I don't know if uh, if you specifically brought it up just now, but I uh, it reminded me of something was that I'm really concerned about how comfortable we're getting with just canceling people uh, outright. And I mean, 
yes, there are some people that that do kind of take it too far and think that they're being canceled for reasons that just <laughs> make no sense whatsoever. But cancel culture is real. Uh, and and this is part of it. You know, the the sort of um, revisionism of 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 certain histories and, so and well making it so well and 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 making it uh, making our history look so uh, ugly and and just have nothing to do in it. What it does is it pairs the ideas of liberty with that ugliness, and there there could be nothing further from that truth. Like, yeah, they were living in an ugly world at the time. The fact that they had the intuition, the foresight to be able to, and, and by that time, I'm. I'm referring to the founders. Uh, if <laughs> I, I sometimes I get ahead of myself and I just think everyone's on the same page of, uh, as I am. Um, but I think that's a, a really great example of a generation who really had uh, the foresight to, to look forward and envision a world that, that all people could be free. All people could have the same rights. Uh, and that's, again, part of you know, one of the things that I'm, I'm going to set out to uh, ho- hopefully correct and the first episode with Jefferson, as well as all the founders with their relationship with um, slavery, because they were, you know, they were complex and, and, and those issues that uh, plagued, especially a lot of the Southern founding fathers uh, were very complicated and it, it, it bore a very heavy burden for a lot of them. Um, but I don't think it's necessarily appropriate to call them hypocrites over this. Um, because they didn't believe in this. Uh, there's, there's, I think, uh, an important distinction between acknowledging the complexities and the contradictions, which that, uh, yeah, it is a contradiction to own slaves and to uh, advocate for the abolition of slavery. That's, I, I concede to that point. But I, I struggle to say it's hypocrisy because they, they tried to, to make a world where that was no longer the case. Um, and that context is really key because, like you said, there's all sorts of things that we do today that we kind of take for granted or that, um, you know, we just kind of like shrug our shoulders and say, well, there are so many other issues that we have to try to fix first. That doesn't necessarily mean that we're ignoring it, that we're trying to figure out the best way to move forward with this. And that's essentially what they were doing as well. Um, and and that's what I hope, you know, a lot of people, whenever they they fire up that first episode or that first season that we have, this will be a season based show. Um, and because it, it does take a lot of time to, <laughs> to write the scripts and do all the research and all of that. Um, but whenever they fire that up, I, I hope they really see that in these episodes is that uh, in spite of their complexities, in spite of their contradictions, they still tried to push forward with this idea of a more free society. And I think that is, is worthy of, of praise. So how are you going to judge, I guess, when your podcast is done? I mean, what's the end goal of your show? Is it to get more people aware of the liberty in our history? Or, or is there something else that I, I maybe am just skating around? You know, I, I don't think, um, I don't think I really have a, a an end goal for for this at least not right now because there are just so many stories that right. i can keep this going for a really long time yeah you know 
Um, uh, and, and a lot of these, you know, in, in the first few seasons will be kind of centered around that founding, um, that founding generation. Um, I'll be releasing sort of the, each, each season will have a theme. Um, and that I think is going to be uh, an enjoyable way to, to sort of absorb this information if it's all kind of, uh, you know, in the same page, so to speak. Um, but, uh, the first few will be more around that founding generation. And, you know, I'm reading like none other right now. I, I have been consuming and absorbing books for the past five, six Just, months. Uh, did, osmosis at this point. It, it really is. Yeah. And the thing, and with that, like, I, I've never been a really strong reader. I, like, I, I've always loved reading, but you know. Uh, actually getting through a book has been uh, struggling for me. So that was one of my new year's resolutions was to really strengthen that. So um, fortunately I think I, I, I have been doing that and uh, it's, it's kind of a burden as well as a blessing because the more information I absorb from these kind of things, I come up with new ideas for like shows or, you know, or stories that I can tell in some you know way or shape or yes. form uh, and then I'm like, man, I, I, I'm never going to be able to get to the end of this. Like it's, it's just going to keep coming. Yeah. So, uh, and you know, what's funny, Caleb, um, as you were, you were speaking about that, it kind of goes more to, you're talking about reading books. I'm finding myself, I, so I'll rewind a little bit. I have a lot of thoughts there. I'm just trying to get them all to tie together. So I, I do the exact <laughs> yeah, same thing. So yeah. let, let's rewind here, Brian. So yeah. I talk about this all day long in my day job. I'm a sales executive and I, I lead a sales team. And one of the things I constantly preach to my sales team is the biggest enemy of progress is the status quo. People get comfortable with being comfortable. So it's on us to peak enough interest to get them to say, maybe where I currently am at is not good enough, or I can get to somewhere else that's better, where I'm having something better or less pain, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking about that in how... For myself, okay, well, I need to get better. I need to get, you know, more out there and looking at different things. And I realized I was kind of sticking around with the same podcast that I've grown accustomed to. We all do it. And there are like the stalwarts that I'll listen to. But I was like, you know what? I'll go ahead and I'm going to add a few different shows into the rotation. So I started to look into more just in the sales world. I'm finding some different shows. And as I'm listening to more of these podcasts, there's one thing that actually is very inspiring, Caleb. And I didn't really think about this, but it's something that I'm discovering along the way. And that is overtly. And we say this all the time, more people are more libertarian than they think, but full stop, more people are libertarian than we think. Like the audiences with tens of thousands of people who are listening to these podcasts, they're not crossovers of libertarian podcasts, but when you listen to them talk about the ideas they believe in or the values that they believe in, the values that they act on every single day, they are overtly small L libertarian values. I mean, and they're talking about, hey, did you go listen to Jocko Willick? Now, Jocko's not a libertarian, but he's libertarian adjacent. I would say he's a libertarian friendly. You can have a conversation with him. They're saying, hey, did you listen to the episode of Joe Rogan? And I'm thinking, think of how many libertarians we've had on Joe Rogan. Now, is Joe Rogan a, a libertarian? No, but this is the different media, the different counter society almost that exists out there that has really not been talked to. And I think part of the problem is that it's because we get so stuck in our own silos. Now, here's how this is going to come back to your podcast and talking about history, right? It is all going to come together because 
when we're talking to people who are out there, you have to remember something. Their entire context of the world they know is through what they have learned, in many cases, through the traditional American schooling system. So their entire narratives that they have learned about who we are, how we got here, are likely shaped through the lens of some bureaucrat, some union professional in, in the public sector, or some biased individual in, in academia, academia. So it's absolutely imperative, Caleb, that we have folks like you who are out there to meet these people who are normal, liberty-curious people who genuinely just want to hear the, the non-biased Real life, what happened, history. They're tired of being told, here's what you should believe. Here's what you need to know about history. Here's the important stuff. Like, no, let's just lay it out. Who were these people? Let's talk about not just their bad parts, but their good parts. Let's talk about the positive contributions and the negatives. And that's important because then that's how we get better. If we just pretend that the bad stuff didn't happen, how do we grow as a person? If you just continue to eat Twinkies every night and gain weight, and you're like, I keep gaining weight, but I'm just going to ignore the part about me eating the Twinkies. Guess what? You're going to keep gaining weight. The same thing is true with our perception of our history. If we continue to just pretend that we didn't do, or we rather we don't do these bad things, and that these bad things don't exist in society, but rather instead trying to work through them together and so we can actually accomplish something of value moving us towards a better direction, Caleb. That is why I think your podcast is going to be so important. Now, I just went on a freaking monologue and a half, but let's kind of, as we get towards the end of the show, set the stage for what people can expect. So July 1st, the show is airing and it's Profiles in Liberty. I am so freaking excited for this podcast. And as soon as Chris gave the the thumbs up, the green light, I was like screaming from the mountaintops because you're joining the network. So let's kind of set the stage for folks. What are they going to expect? And and I guess, is it going to be a weekly podcast, uh, uh, you know, every other day? How are you planning to uh, to juggle that on top of your already super, super busy schedule, Caleb, as it is? So uh, July 1st, it will be released on every Thursday uh, for eight weeks. Uh, each season should be uh, eight episodes long. We're going to have one episode a week. Um, each week we'll, we'll highlight a, a different individual. It's, it's going to be uh, focused on a person um, and, and, and telling their story. Each episode will focus on a person. Now, I think you'll see once, once this show is released how there's some overlap between some of these characters that I'll be going over. But um, each story, I've, I've kind of combed through their their life uh, and and combed through you know all their different stories, and I go through an overview of of their whole life, and then I pick a very particular story that I think um, either really embodies who they were, or it is a really important story for the context of, of the things that we're trying to go through uh, today. Um, a couple examples uh, for that would be in the first episode, like I said, it's uh, Thomas Jefferson, and I, I go through his, his life's uh, story somewhat briefly. This first episode will be a little bit longer uh, than, <laughs> than most of the other episodes, just because there's a lot to comb through with Thomas Jefferson. 
Um, but uh, in particular with slavery, I think this is perhaps, you know, we, we don't deal with the issue of slavery today. Thank God we don't deal with the issue of slavery today because that was, you know, one of the greatest national sins uh, in, in all of history for every nation. Uh, it's only been gone for a very brief period of, of human history, and, yeah, and it's not right. even entirely gone today because yeah. it's still very present in certain aspects of the world. Um, but the way that he, he uh, approached this issue, um, he was actually trying to build a nation um, when he, I kind of, I kind of pinpoint the argument to, yeah, I'm sure you've heard of it. I'm sure listeners have heard of this. Um, he wrote in the Declaration of Independence that all men are created equal and are endowed with their, by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Well, he didn't actually mean all men. He meant white men. And that's, you know, there's, I, there's not really any, any, evidence that they can point to that <laughs> that backs up that claim but that's that's the claim um and and the latter half of the first episode goes through uh, point by point throughout probably like a 20 30 year period with thomas jefferson how from his youngest days and earliest career to his one of his very last acts before he retired he consistently took steps to try to at least, because as you alluded to earlier, um, some of these things couldn't happen in their own generation. So they had to look forward. They had to look into the future. They had to have some foresight to see what was possible, what could be done uh, by posterity. And he took the steps to, to create institutions and, and to uh, try to um, instill in our founding documents the ideas that would that would uh, garner up support and momentum to eventually, where, as we know today, it was uh, about 60, 70 years later, um, it could actually end. Uh, and it's a really, really fascinating. Um, I think I think a lot of people will, will honestly be shocked uh, by by some of the stuff that that I'll be going over that or, or, or just simply pissed because they they didn't learn about this stuff in school. Yeah. Um, and and, I, you know, I think education is the one area that honestly, it kind of scares me uh, the way that it's going. I'm generally an optimistic person. I, I think things will work itself out. But if we get that wrong, then the rest is, is over. You know, you can't, it, when you're not, when you can't even agree with your fellow neighbor on a basic set of facts or what the truth is, that's a problem. That's a big issue. Yeah. That's a big problem. So I think that we have to start there. So, so that's kind of what the show is, is trying to do. And, um, and I hope, hopefully it's, it's entertaining along the way because I, I, I sure am. Uh, I, I really like history. You know, I think I think um, hopefully you'll see sort of that passion uh, in, inside the project once once it's released. Um, and, uh, you know, tune in on on July 1st on uh, on the network and it'll be it'll be here. July 1st, 7-1. By the way, Elizabeth 
Hamilton. That's who it was. Elizabeth. Yes. I should have yes. known that. And <laughs> although, also, by the way, folks, uh, you get to hear uh, David Diggs play an awesome Thomas Jefferson in Hamilton. I just was bopping to a Washington on um, on on his side. Washington on yeah, Washington on his side. I'm not big into Hamilton uh, like my wife is, but I mm-hmm. do enjoy that song, and I enjoy um, "You'll Be Back" because I think that it's. I mean, Jonathan Groth just absolutely knocks that role out of the park. Um, but yeah, like let's go ahead and be like, uh, like these, these actors really tell the stories, help people understand history. And yes, Caleb through the lens of Liberty, you can see on the bottom here, you can find them on Twitter at Caleb Franz. The episodes will begin launching for profiles in Liberty, a brand new podcast here on the, we are libertarians network, July 1st, every Thursday, we have eight episodes. Was it eight episodes per season, eight, Caleb? Eight episodes. My yep. goodness, man, you are going to be so freaking busy. But with that being said, thank you so much, Caleb, for all the work you're doing, the work you will be doing. And thank you for joining us here on the Brian Nichols show and joining us on the We Are Libertarians Network. Thanks, Brian. Let's sell liberty and look good doing it with Proud Libertarian. Folks, when we're selling liberty, we have to start things off by piquing interest. And what better way to pique some interest than by rocking some amazing apparel from Proud Libertarian. Personally, I'm a huge fan of their Do Good Recklessly t-shirt, but there's more than t-shirts to find from awesome taxationist theft snapbacks to the killer Give Me Liberty or Give Me Death hoodies. Proud Libertarian has all the libertarian swag you need. And guess what? Brian Nichols Show audience members can rock the latest libertarian swag and save some cash on every single order. All you have to do, use code TBNS at checkout and you'll get 10% off your entire cart at checkout. That's right. Each time you order, use code TBNS and you'll instantly get 10% off your entire order. Listen, I am super excited to have Proud Libertarian here as a sponsor of the Brian Nichols Show. So do me a favor, head over there to Proud Libertarian, place your order today, use code TBNS at checkout, save 10% on your order and help support libertarian entrepreneurs today. Alrighty, folks, that's going to wrap up my conversation with Caleb Franz, brand new addition to the We Are Libertarians Network, Profiles in Liberty. I am so excited. July 1st cannot come quick enough. So make sure, folks, as we get closer to that July 1st air date that you are heading over to your favorite podcast catcher and giving Caleb a subscribe. And also, do me a favor, make sure you go ahead and tell him that Brian Nichols sent you. And uh, folks, while you're at it in the uh, the subscribing mode, well, if you have not had the chance yet, head over to Apple Podcasts, give us a subscribe. And while you're there, why not go ahead and give us a quick five-star rating and review? Give folks a quick shout in terms of, well, what value do you get from the Brian Nichols Show? I see the tens of thousands of downloads every single month, so I know that all you folks folks out there, Fauks, Fauci, Fauci's on the mind. He's everywhere, right? Now, all you folks out there, uh, you guys are are enjoying the program. You're getting value from the program and you're learning from all the great guests and you're excited, I know, to hear what was coming down the pike. I'm excited to announce a new addition to the program. That's right. You guys were waiting from uh, back on, on Wednesday's episode. Yes, I teased it. We are going to be doing a quick change here to the program, uh, adding one show per week that will be fo- focused exclusively on sales and marketing. So I'm going to be having some reoccurring guests joining the program. Now you've heard him before in the program, Chris Goizetta. He has been helping me behind the scenes. He's a marketing extraordinaire and he's going to be joining the Brian Nichols show every single, uh, I guess every other week that is, um, helping us talk about marketing. And then you just heard him here on the show, Jeremy Todd. He is a sales whiz and he'll be joining me on those other weeks. So we're going to be having a nice dynamic of sales.
sales, marketing, and it's going to be answering just general questions, honestly, that you guys have out there, how to be a better salesperson, better ways to effectively market, how to get the right data for your market, like all this kind of stuff that we need to talk about to effectively sell Liberty. It And again, marketing and sales, they're best friends forever. Let's be real. So it's important for us to be having these conversations so you guys can start to learn more beyond just having the conversations with great guests and hearing these solutions, but now taking these solutions and actually helping apply them to real people in the real conversations we're having, what you can do to uncover objections, to better isolate objections, so on and so forth. So I'm really excited for this brand new iteration here in the program. And I know you guys will be excited too. I've been hearing the emails and you guys have been asking more content about sales, more content. Yes, more about marketing. And hey, you know what? I'm excited to oblige and I cannot wait to have Chris and Jeremy join the program as regulars. So Chris, Jeremy, strap in folks. It's uh, our folks, gents, that is. It's going to be a very exciting, uh, very exciting venture here as we help sell and market Liberty going forward. So uh, with that being said, folks, make sure uh, we're having all these brand new happenings here at the Brian Nichols Show. You have not missed a single thing. Again, hit subscribe. But for the YouTubes, again, hit that little uh, subscribe button, but also the notification bell so you don't miss a single episode. And yes, we do air the video before the audio. So you go ahead and get to watch the uh, the program 8 p.m. the night before it airs. So for you Monday, Wednesday, Friday audio listener, if you want to catch the program before everybody else, head over to YouTube 8 p.m. on Sunday, Tuesday, and Thursday nights, and you get to hear the traditional program uh, in its entirety at 8 p.m. And of course, we have our Sunday Candy Highlight Series, which will, of course, take place every single Sunday. And that leads me to coming up here on this coming Sunday. We have Jim Tassone. Now, Jim is running for the Legislative District 39 in New Jersey. I know Frankie is getting me all these amazing New Jersey candidates. Uh, and Jim, is, is, of course, joins that entire uh, entire slew of awesome candidates. So talking specifically about what issues like school choice, I'm looking at my notes here, school choice, public sector pensions, healthcare choice, all these things that are on top of people's minds, specifically in his district, how a libertarian solution can help present a better option than what folks have right now or what they would have going forward with the other two parties. Now, if you want to help us support the show, that is, as we grow our ventures here at The Brian Nichols Show, here's what you can do. Uh, you want to hear more conversations like we have coming up here with Jim or more conversations that like we have with Caleb, Carla, or Jeremy? Well, what you can do is you can join our Patreon, and you can do that at patreon.com forward slash The Brian Nichols Show. You can become a, a supporting listener at $5 or $10 a month, either the entry-level sales or account-level executive. Either way, you will be gifted one of these brand new, awesome, don't hurt people, don't take people stuff bumper sticker. And yes, I am starting to see some of those guests as well have been the program. They're starting to get some of their bumper stickers. So it's exciting. People are starting to see the Brian Nichols show message of not hurting people, not taking their stuff, which candidly was borrowed from Matt Kibbe, but I'm trying to help promote it more. I think it's something that people really will uh, resonate with because it's an easy to understand message. I'm getting, I've said it a million times in the show, but seriously, I'm getting thumbs up from people in Philadelphia. What? About a don't hurt people and don't take people's stuff bumper sticker associated with a libertarian sticker. I mean, I think people are starting to wake up, folks, that there needs to be something different out there. So if you want to come uh, here at the Brian Nichols Show and support us in the mission that we're trying to do of help sell liberty and evidently market liberty, that's a new addition here to the program, uh, then what you're going to do is go ahead to uh, the uh, the Patreon, $5 a month or $10 a month. I would appreciate it either way. So folks, thank you so much for joining us here on another fun-filled episode. And of course, an amazing week of guests. If you've not head over to our Substack yet, sign up or to our email list. You can hear every single episode. So we've had aired. I do a quick overview 
But otherwise, folks, it's Brian Nichols signing off. You're on The Brian Nichols Show for Caleb Franz. We'll see you Sunday. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com. Audio production for The Brian Nichols Show is brought to you by DB Podcast Audio. Learn more by emailing inquiries to william at dbpodaudio.com.